today's show, we have part two of Laura's eight-day Disney World vacation. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 178. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today we have part two of Laura's Disney World trip. Uh, if you listen to part one, you know that she has really focused heavily on making sure everybody gets a chance to do what they want to do, at least, you know, one one chunk of the trip. So once they knock that stuff out of the way, part two's a little more laid back. You know, they're able to just kind of go and do all the things that were, you know, maybe on their maybe list or maybe on the, we want to do this, but it's not top priority. So because they have so much time, the first half, as you heard, you know, it was a lot of really focusing on each individual in the family, what their interests are, what, you know, what do they want to do? The second part, way more laid back. So I'm going to just go ahead and let Laura take it away. Um, okay, let's move into our next park day then. So, And this is kind of our last big part. So I'll definitely be able to go over the other days a lot quicker because what we kind of did was four days of parks, took a break, and then four slower days that I'll just sort of summarize kind of how we, we caught up on things. So our last day um, was to go back to Hollywood Studios, which I feel like we've been at a lot, which is ironic because it's actually my least favorite park, but because we hadn't done any rides. We had, we'd only done Galaxy's Edge at that point. So we went back, we went in the morning. This was a, an early morning. Um, this, I had kind of forewarned everybody, hey, we're going to be out late because we've got this dessert party. You're going to have to rally. This is not a part, like, I'm not asking you to get up early any other day, but like this day, we should do this. It will, we will be, we will be thankful. I agree. You know, even if you don't want to rope, if you're like, I'm on vacation, I want to rope drive, do it just one day, just one day. Yes. And I would say either Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom are you're going to get the most value out of it, but definitely just one day, get up early and do it and then go back and nap, you know, get exactly. your rest and it of was, the afternoon. It was so worth it. Like if you want to look at time parks where the times get insane, Hollywood studios. Is, <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy and stuff was going down. So we were really glad we got up. We um, took the boat over there is what we decided to do. Um, we happened to be walking by the boat was there, grabbed it and um Got there. We had I had plans. We're gonna rope drop a mini, and we're gonna do Toy Story Land. But we got there, and there was a lot of energy. People were going that way, so we decided, all right, let's just go to Rock and Roller Coaster. And when they zig, you zag. We zag. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of scrapped all my plans that I had, and we went over there. No wait at all. We were able to do the 13 minute Tower of Terror. We were able to do Rock and Roller Coaster twice. Um, it was very quiet over there compared to like, I knew there was a lot of people in the park because I saw them going in. It is a good way to to start. If Rise is not your priority or if you have already planned on like purchasing for Rise. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, starting at uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror, you probably won't wait at all for either. And we had done Rise, you know, we had done the Galaxy's Edge. So we knew we could kind of avoid that side. So yeah, it was great. Went over there came back, did Minnie's roller coaster. We kind of did a mix of just waiting and Das Pass um, today. It did get hot. We went, we ended in Toy Story Land. So we kind of looped from Rock and Roller Coaster kind of through the main part, then over in Toy Story Land. That was, um, I felt myself not in a good, like- Zero space. shade over there. Yes, There's zero no shade. shade. Even with my umbrella, like I was just, I was having some Symptom, like I knew this, it was time to go, even though there was other things we wanted to do. Um, it, it just wasn't worth it. So the kids did ride um, 
a couple things over there. I did, you know, we, Toy Story Mania was great because it was like a nice air conditioned area. I actually lost my ears at one point. Like I, I could have turned around and gotten them. It was maybe 15 steps. And I literally was like, it's not, it's not worth it. Oh, like, it was that it, bad. It was that now. And some of that was me because of like my medical stuff, but like, it was definitely the hottest day for sure. Like for in the sun. The, the, it was really cloudy a lot of the days. So even though the temperature was really hot, it wasn't terrible. But when the sun was out, we were just like, nope, there's no tachos. We are not getting Because I had plans. We're going to go do the pop tart. Nope, nope. We're just going to, we're going to get these rides and we're going to go. And that worked out really well. And that was kind of the, we were, we were back by 1130, 12 o'clock. And that was actually, that worked out well. I have done those more, you know, where you get up early and you're back at the resort before lunch. I have done it. And I know people are like, what? I agree with you though. Like there's that sun at like right between 11 and 12 on, you know, a day when it's not over overcast or cloudy, that sun really hits hard. It, it does. And actually that evening is when I, this is where my family kind of stepped up. I actually got a massage or a, a facial really at um the four seasons. So I went over there and I don't know. So the thing about the four seasons is that the treatments are, you know, very they're they're they are spa prices for sure, but it gives you access to the spa for the entire day. So what what I did is I I left my family. They were hanging out at the hotel. They were checking out the pool and everything. And I went and I hung out and did, they have an experience shower. They have a jacuzzi, they have a steam room. And I just hung out there for hours and it was amazing. And at this time, my husband took the kids and they went to Typhoon Lagoon after hours and they had a great time. And I would definitely recommend that the H2O after hours, if you have somebody who really likes like that wave pool, especially like they just played in the wave pool for hours and it was not overwhelming and it was not sunny, you know, it was like the, I've heard the concrete and hot. there was none of that. They just had a little dance party with characters. They had a great time. And I hung out at the, I was probably there for like six hours. And then I took an Uber over to magic kingdom and I wandered around magic kingdom by myself and it was awesome. So you had a, a mom appreciation evening. I did. Or and day, it was, I should I mean, say. It was really, it it was, really yeah. a day. Like I think I was there by like two o'clock and I got back to the hotel at 1130 Wow. That really was the full day. Yeah. Cause you can just hang out. Um, we looked at like, there's others, they've closed a lot of stuff. Like this was something that we kind of, that was like a, a nice thing that we, my husband was planning, but, um, they closed a lot of like the, there isn't a lot of options in the park area for like spas or anything. I like was going to ask what made you choose four seasons over like the grand Floridian has a spa they had lesser options and then their, their spa. What, so I am not somebody who it, that's just, it's just a lot of money. I mean, no matter where you're doing it there. And I just felt like I have to go someplace where I know I have several hours of like, I have to get again, that getting that money is worth, right? Like I didn't want to just go somewhere for an hour and a half and, and have this huge bill. Um, I wanted it to be the experience with the spa. So reading about it, the grand Floridian doesn't really have a ton of spa space. The yeah. yeah, I've yeah. never been, but that's just what I had read. And then the Mandara, I think it's at the Dolphin and Swan. They do have a space, but they hadn't had, they had some, um, their reviews were shifting in a way that I was like, it's just, it, it would just be a lot to maybe be disappointed. And I will say that I am not a Four Seasons for like, when I was walking in, I was like, oh, my old Navy 
outfit doesn't <laughs> feel right here. But everybody was super nice. And when I was in the spa, there was really no one else. It was very, there, there weren't a lot of people there or anything. So I was just kind of hanging out, relaxing and thinking like, this is, you know, I'm a teacher. This is not, not my normal normal way of living. Um, so it was a really, just a, a really wonderful kind of, I don't know that I, I, I would have to look, I, I can't say that I've like frequented the spas at Disney, but I did. It's funny. Cause you were talking about doing the character makeovers and like more adult versions. Um, the grand Floridian, their spa used to offer one, which I did. And it was a lot of fun. Like they did a great job. And I too went a little more avant-garde. I did a, they did, um, my makeover. I wanted to go as C3PO so I had like these crazy braids cool. and they made my hair gold and it was a lot of fun. But I will say the atmosphere didn't feel spa like to me when I was there. So and that's part of being at a spa is the atmosphere, Yeah, you know, and so just yes. walking around like when I first got there and now I was only in like one section because they were doing like hair and makeup and all that stuff. So it wasn't you know, like I wasn't getting a massage, but I still, I was surprised that it didn't feel more high end, more spa like. So if that's part of it, if you want to hang out and have a mom day and like really spend time there, atmosphere, I think is huge. Yes. I, I, and that was a me thing, right? Like that's just, it, it was, it was, it was honestly awesome. Everybody was like, everyone that worked there was super pleasant and um, very relaxing. So it was just, it was a really nice kind of, we'd just done a lot of parks. We'd been running around. I had been planning things were, I was feeling really good because things were just working out. I think the way that I had hoped that they would, it was low key and in a nice, a really nice way. So it was just a lovely kind of end to that first part of the trip. And I say end because we're taking a break the next day. And that was like, kind of, that was really what I planned. I had planned to make sure we got everybody's big things done. And I had felt like we had achieved that. So at that point, had we left, I really, we would have been in a good place, which is cool, a great feeling. Um, so the next day we just hung out at the, so everybody, they came back from the after hours. I came back from Magic Kingdom. I took a bunch of photos by myself. I did not realize they would show up on everybody's My Disney Experience app. So my family <laughs> is literally like, there is just all these ridiculous photos, but it was so fun. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, you I can turn have, that off, but, but that yeah. is really funny. <laughs> it, they, they loved it. Um, they were laughing at, at, at my expense, but in a, in a very sweet way, they're like, I cannot believe you're doing this. I was like, yes, I stopped at every, like any photo pass photographer. Cause we did pay for the memory maker. Overall, everybody was, you needed okay to get your money's with, worth. That's there we go. But back like, to I, I love photos. My family tolerates my love for photos but they were not willing to stop the way I was willing to stop. Like I was like, but this is a different castle angle. We are one in the same here. My family will, to will tolerate when I'm like, we have to stop and take a picture with whatever. They're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. I know yes, they're, they're doing it just for me. It's definitely for me, which is, I'm glad they do. Cause I'm sure that, you know, some people can't, you know, some kids are not even maybe as some will so just be I'm, like, I'm, no. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't have any of that at least yet. So the next day we just hung out at the beach club. We were there. We had this great pool. Let's take advantage of it. I actually had rented a cabana. Um, that is like a really competitive thing because when I had called at 60 days at 7 a.m. when you when, you know when it opens because it's a different line than the other things. Um, I think half of them were already booked. I think they only have four. Um, but that was a great as somebody who can't be out in the sun. That was a great option um for everybody to be able to enjoy kind of the park 
My other trick for anyone going to beach club is you are not allowed to bring your own pool clothes, but you are allowed to bring pool noodles. And you are allowed to bring pool noodles, including those little mesh seats that go around the pool noodle. <laughs> and it is very competitive in the lazy river at the beach club for a raft. Like people wait on the edge for people to jump off. Children literally, sw- not even just children, adults swim towards it. Like whoever gets there first gets the raft. Like it's, it's a legit, it's a, it's its own amusement park is the lazy river at beach club. And so having this little pool noodle with this seat, I just hung out and just floated around and you are allowed, you know, I had confirmed that that was like allowed. You didn't have to like knock anybody off of their You didn't have to, to knock guess. anybody. You didn't, you didn't have to feel bad if you were like hogging it. Like I'm, I'm somebody who's like very aware of that. Like I get nervous if I feel like I'm, t- I know everyone else is there planning these trips. They're all coming at it. I don't want to be the reason why somebody else is not enjoying their trip. I get anxiety about that. So that was sort of my, um, my, my way. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It's, it's a tricky thing. Like you, you it's a big balance because everybody is there living their, you know, best, most expensive experience. And so trying to figure that out, but the cabana was great. It comes with, they bring you fruit, they bring you um, a snack tray, they bring you a dessert tray. They, they have waiters from the restaurant. So that's included. How much was the cabana? Do you remember? I want to say it was just at three. I know they used to have half days. That's for a full day. So that's from 10 a.m. till 7 p.m. I didn't, I don't think there was half days, at least when we were, that that was an option. Um, I, I think the 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. was great though. I will say we were lucky. The weather was great. Storms came in at like 6.15 and they did say we would have to, because you have to leave the pool deck. I could see it, it's a risk. It would be a gamble because if a storm had come in at four and they made you leave the, you know, leave then, and they kind of tell you you have to bring everything because they're not sure if they're going to reopen, that could be a real frustration. What is the, do you know what the cancellation policy is on the cabanas? I believe it's 24 hours. Okay. So it might be so, something like really, if you book it, really watch the, watch, watch the, weather the weather leading up to your trip and decide whether or not I'm with you with like, renting day beds or cabanas. I mean, and we talked about this even on like my cruise trip, like that we just discussed. It's the peace of mind not having to like stake out a spot in the shade or like fight with people. You know, if you're already fighting over rafts, I don't also want to be fighting over fighting over seats. seats or like the people who get out there right when the pool opens, throw their stuff down, but then disappear. Like they're just yes. saving seats. It's I, nobody wants to don't be that person. <laughs> so this 100%. is a nice, nice way to not have to do that. And then not have to rush to get there because you know, you've paid for it. It's reserved. It's got your name on it. Exactly. It's there waiting for it, you whenever you get to the pool. Beach club does have a enormous number of seats, like way more like all the other places we were at. It was, you couldn't find seats. You could find seats, but there was nothing in the shade. It is definitely a just fully uncovered. It's a huge, it's a really, I mean, it's a really neat pool. I'm glad we experienced it. I, I will say it was actually my kid's least favorite hotel. Um, in general, they loved the pool. They thought the pool day was really fun, but the hotel is like really long. They're doing some referrals refurbishment so maybe some maybe it's better when some of the hallways aren't closed but like it's a lot of walking even though you're not it's not a huge resort but the way the hallways are in fact the um makeover lady said it reminded her of the shining because she was like i just kept walking and there's (laughs) there's like hallways and it really did feel like that so your next trip you need to stay at um animal kingdom logic kidani i don't think i've ever walked so much in my entire life trying to get to to my room 
I, I, we actually did look in, into that as one of our options. And I had read that I would say if I had a little kid and I was trying to go back for naps and strollers like this, this hotel, maybe looking to see if some of the rooms have closer locations, they might, we did a basic standard room The the kids, they loved the pool, but like it, they definitely preferred, uh, and I'll quickly kind of share in a minute, the contemporary that was definitely their favorite. So we hung out, enjoyed, relaxed, went over to the boardwalk um, in the evening. It was a really lovely day, just just hung out. And it was it was very cool. I had tried, I'd taken pictures of all the like activities that they're doing. We didn't end up doing any of them. We just hung out and, and sort of swam and it was it was fun. So that led to kind of, that was the big part of our trip. We then kind of revisit the parks that's sort of our goal for the next four days, but we're just kind of, what did we miss? Is there something we really loved? We wanted to revisit um, a couple little things that I will kind of um, just highlight is so then, so Monday, the next day, so Sunday, we were at the beach club, just hanging out Monday. Um, my son and my husband got up and they actually drove an hour and a half to a fossil tour uh, that this, my, my son is really, he has very specific interests and we were really trying to figure out a way to like, bring some of that because this was going to be our vacation you know this we were spending it all at disney but really wanting to make sure we're kind of giving him those opportunities that weren't just disney things so it's called paleo discoveries um this guy named fred maza does it and he essentially takes you on a, like a six-hour kayak tour and you take these kayaks out there and you go and you fossil hunt and they found legit they found megalodon teeth they found shark teeth there were just some really cool artifacts from different time periods um, this, the guy, my husband said, the guy that does the tour, he's like, this is clearly his thing. He's very passionate about it. He knows so much like that's the, you know, backbone of a mammoth. Like he knew all of the different pieces and details. And my son, who's really avid uh, fossil collector, asked him a lot of questions and he was really patient with him, which is awesome because he asks a lot of questions. <laughs> so they spent their day doing that. Um, my husband said it was tiring because he was out on the boat, but it was awesome. Like he got to explore some of Florida, you know, kind of see that a different part. And then getting the, the fossil hunting was very productive. Like everybody, there was, I think, 10 total people. Um, and everybody was finding like great, you know, big shark teeth, not just like the little like wow. things that like you're walking home and you're feeling like this is really special. And do you get do they let you keep these things? So there are some things you can't. I was um, going to say, I I didn't think you could just keep fossils. You can't. Like certain things have to stay. Certain things can go. Certain things you can submit through. It's so like he has all, there's all different kinds of rules of, of what, I don't think really anything was found in this particular trip that like was, um, you know. Noteworthy to, or significant noteworthy, that they had to. But, but there definitely are, um, you know. So the things rules. he found, he was able to keep? He was able to, and his was were mostly shark teeth, so which okay. is what he wanted. So he was excited. But yes, there are definitely times where you would find things, and then there's rules about that. But he's the guy that runs them is very, you know, my husband said he was like my husband's a rule follower, so he's like he's very professional. Like he knew he knew what what the situation was. He was able to kind of tell them different stories of things. He had pictures of things that other people had found, you know. So it they would they considered it a really successful day. What were you doing during this time? So we were just hanging out at Epcot. Um, we were getting some more Brazilian bread because apparently cheese bread is <laughs> you can never have a big hit. You can never have bread. enough. Um, so we were hanging out there. We did all the princesses, like the my my daughters really liked the character signatures and things. So Epcot has you know Alice and Mary Poppins and um, the ones that are kind of more unusual. Mulan, who they love, uh, Belle in her blue and white dress. So we kind of did the rounds early because we knew it was going to be hot. Um, 
kind of did all the characters. We uh, did Remy on the way out. And then we just went to Disney Springs. We actually tried to take the boat over to French Quarter to get beignets, but a storm came. But we did take an Uber over there. So my daughter really had wanted to try the beignets. So we did that, did a little bit of shopping, came back. And then we all got together and went to Epcot that evening. It was extended evening hours, but kind of, as I said before, that was sort of a wash. We did do um, Guardians of the Galaxy again, and then just sort of hung around and then ended up back earlier than it closed because it just, it, it wasn't, um, wasn't a lot going on during, there wasn't a lot to easily access. For the Epcot extended evening hours, or gar- did you do Guardians during that? Because that's a free virtual queue to ride it. You can't just get in line. Or did you pay for it, it earlier in the I day? Pay, I paid for it earlier in the day. We did try for the 6 p.m. I actually tried for the 7 a.m., the 1 p.m., and the 6 p.m. that day. And, and I no luck? could not get – I did <laughs> no. not – which is so weird because every – I don't know – the six o'clock, I was like a couple minutes late because I had forgotten. But the other two, I was really surprised because I had heard people were kind of easily getting them. So I don't know if it was my phone. I tried to remember to get off the Disney in the Wi-Fi, but I don't know that I was always like on top of that because I think it kept jumping back on. Like I thought I turned it off, um, but that it just wasn't for me. I just I I don't know. I had my timer set. Like I I just was not lucky in that way. Um, so yeah, we had paid for the individual lightning lane. And I will say the second time um, was even better than the first time because the first time you're like not even sure what's happening. So you're kind of maybe not taking it all in the second time. Like I feel like I saw so much of the story and I understood it more. And um, yeah, the story is a little confusing and I don't yes. think that it makes a ton of sense, but you know, whatever, it's fine. But it's you're right. Fun. The first time you're like, wait, what am I doing? Like, what? And I was worried about being sick. So like that was in the back of my head because people had like told me that. So I now knowing, okay, I'm like, I think I'll be fine, which I was. Um, I've yet to speak to anyone who's gotten sick on that ride. I've also heard that people get sick, but I talk to people every week, every single yeah. week. And people ride that every single week. I hear it. I've yet to speak to anyone who's actually gotten sick on that ride. I think that if I were to give any advice, that almost is like the biggest piece is that a lot of that internet stress, you know, on the Facebook groups, like it, a lot of it just wasn't real. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, if we're not there, I mean, other than the virtual cues, which I really couldn't figure out, <laughs> like the way people made it sound leading up to it, like, if I'm not at the front of this, I'm never, every ride's going to be an hour long wait, or if I'm not, you know, food and wine, the lines, there's just many people who are intoxicated running around. And like, I had all these sort of fears based on things that I had read. And that just, that wasn't, Right. Well, and that's what you did it all the right way. It sounds like, you know, I mean, you don't have to run to the headliners exactly at park opening. You can do other stuff and it's not going to be a long, a long wait. Like your Hollywood studios day, we talked about, all right, you started at rock and roller coaster and tower of terror and just walked on and did rock and roller coaster twice because that's, I mean, that's the reality of it is not everything's going to be an hour wait. If you're not the first person in line, you know, it's right. or food and wine, like, Oh yeah, they're going to be drunk people, but not if you go at, you know, 11 o'clock, it's, right. yes. it's a it different vibe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so finding that kind of the truth in some of those things and taking the tips for what they are, but also not letting them create, like I'm an anxious person in general. So I was creating anxiety for myself that I just didn't, it wasn't founded in, in our actual experience. So I'm glad to hear that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So we, we enjoyed, you know, Epcot. We definitely, we did some, we went over to Soren. We did the aquarium, you know, a lot of those things. My, my girls really, or actually all three of the kids really liked the play app for some of the things like Soren. Like they liked when those were working, they were getting the little achievements when we rode rides. So they thought that that was fun. The girls both have their own phones. So they were kind of set up to do that. We watched the fireworks prior to that, that those were kind of anticlimactic. I think it's kind of like the interim fireworks show right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had, we had sort of known that and we just kind of took it in for, you know, we didn't try to get a good spot. We just sort of watched it while we were eating. And um, so it was a nice day. And then we were checking out the next day. So that was a little bit overwhelming because we had been there for six days. You know, we had had a lot of stuff and things had been spread out. So um, trying to get back, make sure we had everything organized. We had plans to go to Epcot in the morning, but I just, I needed to organize stuff for myself. My son and my husband went over to get go on test track because we had missed it. It had been closed the night before so that he had really wanted, that was one of his rides he really wanted to do. So they went over and this is where I learned the importance of changing your park reservations because I had made Epcot reservations for all of us and we ended up going to Animal Kingdom. So like we, we were split, my, I had planned that we would check out, walk over to Epcot, do a little bit of stuff, go back at our car, go to Animal Kingdom and then go to Contemporary. That was our plan. I ended up, the girls and I did not, the girls were sleeping in. They were definitely tired. Um, we did not go to Epcot. So when we checked out, went over to Animal Kingdom, we couldn't get in because I hadn't changed the park reservation. Now it was easy oh. enough to do, but like I didn't, I, I couldn't, even though I knew that, I didn't remember that. So like I couldn't figure it's out why I couldn't get silly in. silly to me that you have to check in to the first one to hop after, like if it's after two, what difference yes. does it make? But it, you get a blue, you get a blue circle. Yep. It doesn't. So what did they have you do? Did they have you step out and did you have to change your reservation? Yes. So I went in on the app, but like the modifying the park reservations, like it takes you back to my Disney experience. Like it's not actually built into the app. So it was fine. Fortunately, I feel like I had played around enough with it, but in my head, I was thinking if, if this had been happened to my husband who, you know, was kind of more along for the ride. I think he wouldn't have known what to, like, it would have been very overwhelming. So did the cast members walk you through what you needed to do? They were just like, sorry, you don't have a reservation. Get out of line. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) They weren't, they weren't like mean about it, but they definitely weren't. They weren't overly helpful either. (laughs) No, I think what they probably would have said is like, Hey, go to that guest service. Like, I think if I hadn't kind of had this, like, Oh, that's what it is. I bet they would have sent me over to somebody who probably would have, you know, who I'm sure would have helped. Um, I did figure it out and was able to get in, but it was a moment of like, okay, that's, that's what happened. And, you know, there was no issue with park reservations, but I'm sure that in theory could be a problem if it was like a busier time and you were trying to get into, you know, magic kingdom and, or something like that, but it was not an issue. We just changed it to animal kingdom, got in. Um, we did uh flight of passage again that was like a favorite and then tough to be a bug everest was down so that was kind of i was really glad we had done it twice before so i was able to kind of sell it to my son because that was that was definitely his favorite ride um and what we learned is like when one thing is this is where we really felt it like everest was down cali like a bunch of things were down and it just really like when part of it is down the rest of the park like everything just got really busy um and we felt it for sure that day I will say, I forgot to say, prior to going there, we actually went to Sanaa for lunch. So we had left the beach club because we knew we couldn't get until two. We did a late lunch or like a a regular lunchtime at Sanaa, which was great. They had some like different kind of food. My kids loved it. 
It's one of our favorites. So good. Highly recommend like checking it out. Definitely. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a more unique menu, right? So for some people, maybe it would be a little bit too unique for like, if you have little kids, I don't know, but our family, it was, it was a perfect fit and it felt like we were at a restaurant. Definitely glad we added that was like a last minute ad, um, an easier restaurant to get. There was a lot of reservations. So that would be one if you're, you know, don't have something pre-planned to definitely look into. Went to the park. Um, we were checking into the contemporary and our goal was to watch. We ended up, um, we wanted to watch from our room. We actually got a theme park view room. Oh, you know, I've never stayed a theme park room view room from there. And it's like a bucket list thing for me. It was amazing. Like it, I cannot say enough good things about contemporary. I think at least for my kid, the age that everybody is kind of the energy of that place is a really great fit for where we were the buzz of the monorail like it was just it's definitely maybe not where you'd go on like a romantic you know or or maybe you would because maybe you love that the view but it definitely just had this like feeling of like the kids could like my son he's like bouncing around as he does and it felt like he fit there Uh, more of it like an upbeat energy yes you walk in you have this like these monorails going in we were on the fourth floor um which was an awesome you know I was thinking oh we'd want top floor but it was actually a great height because you can you kind of have like almost like a direct view of the castle you are overlooking a parking lot um but the castle is so close that like you can over you you're just you can't believe like we just sat there and stared at it like we cannot believe we are this close to you can see tron running the astro orbiter going the castle you're looking kind of at the side view of the castle um it was it was really a very special we hadn't told the kids that we were doing it so it was like a really kind of just an awesome moment to see them see it I definitely got that reaction that I had been missing. You, know, like they uh, you got the reaction so you wanted. <laughs> I did. I did. That's good to hear. I, For me, I, the first thing when I'm looking at like budgeting at, for a trip, the first thing I'll always cut is a view. Well, not always, but almost always is a view. But, you know, there's certain instances where I'm like, ooh, maybe it's worth it. Like I've done, I've done the Savannah views at the Animal Kingdom Resort. Yeah. You know, and that I'm like, well, this is worth it. And so this is one that I've really, I haven't done yet, but I'm like, ooh, I really want to do the theme park view. And so I'm glad to hear that you felt it was worth it to the point where you got a reaction from teenagers because that yes. is a very difficult thing it, to do. It was definitely worth it. I would say, you know, budgeting for us, it's it's why a split stay made it possible because there's a definite difference between, you know, a standard view at the beach club with the discounts, even with the discounts for contemporary theme park view. Um, We did decide to do two nights because we knew we wanted to do a full Magic Kingdom day. So the next day we knew we were doing that, but it was, it was really cool. That hotel layout is really smart. Um, Definitely four or five. The couch was a little bit bigger. The, there was more hidden storage. Honestly, Beach Club probably, if had I researched it, we actually had a refurbished Beach Club room. So it had, it wasn't carpet. It was like the new floors and it had the lifted beds, which was awesome because you could put stuff underneath it. But I'll be honest, like Pop Century has still to this day has the best new layout for storage of a family. Like Contemporary was similar to that. Lots of places to like move things and hide things and um, store things, which I just, I like to not have it everywhere. So Beach Club was hard because it really was, it felt like it was everywhere. Contemporary did a great job. It's so cute. The Incredibles theme. Like they, you open the drawers and there's things, there's like little hidden surprises everywhere. It was just a really fun hotel to be at. 
Um, we ended up going, the kids went to the arcade after fireworks. That's an awesome arcade. They loved it. My husband and I went over to the outer rim kind of bar. We had a drink and just sort of enjoyed kind of people watching there. There's some fun people watching for sure. Um, and just, it was just a really fun place to be. Everybody there was just really, fun. everybody was just in like a bubbly fun. I like when you're in a place and you feel the positive energy from everybody else. Cause it just makes it like, I don't know, you can just kind of sit back and be a part of it versus trying to, sometimes at Disney, I feel like you have to force that for yourself. Like you have to find the magic, right? Cause that's important to me. I don't want to get stuck in, in a cycle of like focusing on what's not working, but this place, like this place, I just felt it. Like everybody was kind of in that same vibe. It was cool. Awesome. So next, next day got up, not quite rope drop, but early when, you know, uh, probably second rope drop. Cause we rope dropped Adventureland. Um, went over to magic kingdom, did the morning there, did that whole jungle cruise Pirates of the Caribbean. So it kind of similarly, like we went to one area, right. And that's just where we hung out. We did big thunder railroad. We kind of did that whole side of the park and we did not go anywhere else. Well, and that's great too. Our first thing in the morning, that area is so quiet. Everybody's so quiet. in fantasy land. And if they're not in fantasy land, they're in Tomorrowland. So you're yes. in a great spot for first thing in the morning. It, it was a great, like just calm. We got to see Jack Sparrow without a line. We saw Jasmine and Aladdin. Um, got to have some snacks over there. We went and saw the parade from kind of behind that. What is it like Liberty? Like that area? Liberty Square. Liberty Square. So we kind of like looped, you know, there's a little like cross through. So we kind of went and watched the parade. And then we stopped at, we kind of came back into Adventureland. We had lunch at Skipper Canteen. Skipper Canteen. Skipper yeah. Canteen. yeah. Yes. Which was very fun. Um, that was probably our, you, you could feel that everybody was kind of ready. Like, I think like my daughter fell asleep at the table. <laughs> so it was like, everybody was kind of like, okay, let's go back. So we went back to the hotel, hung out, um, went to the pool. There's a really cool slide there. So we just sort of hung out for the midday and then there was some rain that came in and then we just went back in the evening and that was actually an extended hours day too. So we kind of just hit all the rides we missed. We did buy Tron again because the kids really did like that. Um, did the people mover, you know, we sort of just kind of like caught either redid or caught the little things we hadn't done earlier. Got a bunch of castle pictures. It was definitely less busy this day. I don't know if it's like the August, like crowds were changing a little bit. The park was open an hour later, several times the week before. So I don't, I'm not a logistic expert, but my guess is they open them when they have more guests. So I think in general, the park was busier in July, that last week of July. I think in August, it, it still wasn't, it wasn't like some crazy noticeable difference, but definitely less people exiting when you were at a show, there was definitely less, you know, less kind of pandemonium as you're leaving. Well, and what's cool is you've already done like the big rides at this park too. So because yes. like the stuff you're listing off is nothing great, you know, you're, you're mentioning people mover here, you know, it's, so you're probably able to accomplish a ton a ton yes. because not only is it fewer people this time around, but you're doing smaller rides. Definitely. It was, it was like a lower key. We did small world. We did Winnie the Pooh, which I've always never done. I feel like that is a ride that someone should forewarn you is really, that's a bizarre ride. Isn't like it? that is, it, it is. Yes. Why did I not know this? I'm on there. I'm like, <laughs> what? Wait. Yes. I looked at my husband at one point. was like, what is this? Um, but we did all those kinds of, you know, the littler rides. We did some castle pictures. We did get the lantern pictures. Um, my husband was the hero of the day and ran over to get our 
a Christmas ornament that I totally forgot. We waited till the last minute because it had already, we had ordered it, but it had, it, we were having like the year written on it. And so he ran across, you know, through all the back roads of, because the fireworks are happening in the front. So you kind of have to like go wherever they direct you. So you, we just kind of hung out and, and just tried to kind of take in the last night at Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is definitely always had, like a, that's my place. Like I feel, I feel sad when I walk out of it the last time. So I was really trying to kind of hang on to those last couple moments as we walked out. Um, and then, you know, headed back, took the monorail back to the resort and got up the next day. It was our last park day. And we were, we called this fancy day. And the reason <laughs> I called it fancy okay. day is that I, it was maybe sort of, I called it this to like have an excuse to do some silly things. So what, what happened is my husband took my son back to Batu for that last, he wanted to, his droid needed to meet its droid friends for the last time. So they went over there. We had Courtney from Bounding Beauty come back to do the, um, you know, I had an Aurora, my daughter was, one was Aurora, one was Rapunzel. I was Ariel. So more of a classic kind of princess. She has actually two different tiered packages. So we did like the lower tiered kind of just simpler. So day one was the more avant-garde. Yes, and, definitely. And this time we went more old school this was for yes, mom. more old school for mom <laughs> to get her photos your kids are good sports <laughs> they they are and, and honestly I think having two theater kids they were into it like I they weren't even they were actually really excited but the second time you know they, one time would have probably worked well for them but I was glad we did it because we went over to top of, so we did this makeover we checked out of the hotel we drove over to the Riviera where we had Topolino's reservations, like at 12 o'clock. So it was still breakfast. So we got to see all the characters. That restaurant is a highlight for my character meal for us. Um, I thought the food was delicious. It, the character interaction was great. The energy, the hotel is beautiful. Um, so that was the start of our fancy day because they're all fancy. The hotel is fancy. We took pictures of the, you know, the beautiful murals that are in the, um, and there's like a little walkway that has like a beautiful Rapunzel mural and a Neverland mural. We did photos there. Um, we then just hung out. The room was not ready. It's a, so I guess with DVC rooms, they aren't ready till later, till 4 p.m. Oh, yes. And if they're they really even 4 p.m. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were lucky. We did end up getting our room at like 3.30. So we were lucky because I've heard stories. But so I didn't really realize that. But it is what it is. It all worked out. They had our stuff at Bell Services. I had had a um, person, another one of my ear for each other groups, make a basket, Yissa Creations. She did a fancy day basket with like sparkling cider and little champagne flutes. You give her a budget. She kind of makes whatever you, you know, whatever you ask. She put little like a Rapunzel theme for one kid, Alice, Star Wars. She made a little cute basket. Um, so we hung out at the Riviera. We got our basket. We ended up in our room and just sort of relaxed for a little bit. And the main goal, so at this point, the girls and I had not been to the park. It was to go to the park to do phantasmic dining and watch phantasmic. So I knew we weren't going to really be doing a lot of rides or anything, but we went over there all dressed up. I had a Hollywood Brown Derby reservation and I actually canceled it because I decided I really wanted to try 50s prime time. Didn't fit my fancy theme. But I am yeah, a little so less glad. fancy. <laughs> a little less fancy, but I'm so glad we did. It was a highlight of our trip. Our waiter was amazing. He was hilarious. It was so fun. The kids were belly laughing the whole time. He forced me to eat vegetables. He 
made my son do all the, like, he was just so much fun. The energy, like everything about it. Like it was, we were, we could not stop laughing. Um, he was great. And it was such, it was definitely one of those moments where I realized like I'm making a new core memory. Like I felt it in the moment. I was very aware of it. I was like, this is like the age that we are, right? Like everyone's a little sarcastic and funny and they were playing along with him. He started singing, like singing aerial music to me, calling my husband Prince Air. I mean, it was just a whole thing. He was very into it. Um, my husband and son are dressed up nice too. Like we were, we went to be like, this is our fancy day. It was very fun. And then we went over and kind of ended our trip with Fantasmic. And that was a great show. We hadn't seen the updates. It was an amazing show. We, we did, this is where my kids were like a little frustrated. Cause I was like, we're going to go over there early to get good spots. And they were like, we could still ride a ride, but they humored me. And they were really glad we did. We had great seats. Um, so the Fantasmic dining gives you, you know, access earlier into this like reserved area. And because we went over there, I think at like 730, 745, and the show's not till nine. We were like the third row down. We had just this perfect view, direct center. Um, and the show did not let down. So even, so you did the dining package, the Fantasmic mm-hmm. dining package. Okay. So two questions. Did you yeah. change the reservation last minute from Brown Derby? I did that morning. Okay. And you, morning. you had no issues getting another no. package? No, okay. actually, the, whatever change they've made with like that two hour, almost everything. I mean, Cinderella's Royal Table, you could get that day. Like I was actually really surprised by that. It is the one thing I noticed though. That's where I wasn't, I had put dining alerts for some things and I did not get any alerts at all. And I used several different companies, like just free ones. Like, but I had touring plans. I had a couple different ones, mouse dining. I wonder if this update has changed that. I I do think it must've, because there were so many reservations and it was fine because I really was just kind of putting things in to see. I wasn't super worried about it, but if you were somebody and, and maybe they fixed it. Cause I did see that, um, the skipper standby skipper is working now. So maybe they've all found a loophole, but I think during the time we were there, that was all down. Um, but okay. And so also you said you sat down about 90 minutes before the show started with the, the dining package. Did you feel like that was necessary? Could you have just done standby at the same time, the 90 minutes and got similar seating? Not similar. So the way that I I actually was trying to figure out like they had the center reserved and then they had two sides. They weren't letting people into, but they weren't marked as reserved. They were starting people kind of further, not the furthest, but kind of out that were coming in earlier. I actually was thinking some people might be frustrated because if you waited in line at 7.30 in the standby, you got worse seats than somebody who came in at like 8.30. Mm, So I can see, and I'm sure they had a system for how they were doing it. Um, I would say that similar to the um, fireworks party, I don't know that you're going to, it's what do you consider the value, right? So for me, because I get anxious about things and I would worry that I wasn't going to get a spot, even though logically I would know that I would, it's worth it because it takes that anxiety off of the table for me. So for me, that's what I'm paying for, not the um, actual seat. I okay. definitely know, know, know that about myself. Um, I don't know. I think if I was just a family, if I was somebody who was just like, if I was the kind of person who could show up at an airport two hours before, which I'm not, I'm not like, I got to be there five hours before. If I was the kind of person who could just be low key, I don't think the fireworks dessert party or the phantasmic dining is worth it. If you are somebody like me who has that level of like, these are really important to me and I'm going to, it's going to literally 
I'm going to think about it all day. Then it was worth it. That's what I I paid for. Yes, not peace of mind. To think about you it. paid yes. for peace of mind. Yes. So that's that would be my my life advice. <laughs> so if you if okay. you know who you are, I think that's the thing with Disney. You just have to know what kind of person you are, and you can plan. You know, if you're the kind of person that wants to go to the park all day, and you're going to do rides, 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 get Genie Plus. It stinks, but just get it because you'll be able to to plan it that way. For, for us, for our family, that, that wasn't as, I would have rather spent the money on the individual lightning lane for those couple big rides. Um, so, so yeah, so then we walked out and my last final surprise for my family was that I had, this is where like, I think my daughter referred to me as extra. Um, I had found a limo to pick us up a stretch limo for fancy days <laughs> and you know wow. he picked us up and he drove us around and took us to ice cream down on over kind of where the wheel is like the big wheel like international drive like a further you know outside of disney and we got ice cream and we drove around and we that is something my children we have never really been in a limo so that was like a really kind of and it was one of those like limos like that i think of from like the 90s <laughs> So it had like the bright lights. I mean, it was perfect for what it is. Like he was just this old, like this older gentleman who, you know, has a, a limo thing. I, I don't even, cause, because some of the places are definitely like fancier, like they're, they're, a, they're priced differently for a different client. Right. But what I was looking for was just something kind of a fun transportation. And so he has like, I think he does a lot of like airport pickups and things like that. Um, he definitely was not familiar. In fact, if anything, I would say he he had not picked up at the park before because he did get a little like turned around where to be, um, but super sweet about it. He was so nice. So people don't typically take limos out of Hollywood studios is what you're telling no, me. No, they do not. <laughs> they do not. Um, and he had like a little red carpet. It was ridiculous. And it was. I'm it sorry. Was, he had a red carpet. So, is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He like hilarious. He had a red carpet. He had like a sign with the kids names on it. It was <laughs> super just as my daughter said, she, they actually guessed because I was like, okay, we're going to get a ride. And they were like, we could just take the Skyliner to Riviera. Like they knew enough at this point. They're like none of this makes sense. And my daughter just looks at me and she goes, I bet you're doing something extra, like a limo. You're so extra mom. Oh, like she's, she's right, just, but I love it. I mean, yes. that's great. <laughs> it was like, yeah, because it just, I don't know. I think this is a, the danger in planning for a year. And then you get to that point at 60 days and everything is planned and then you're like well I still want to plan something and so I think that's when all these little (laughs) it was it was a like like honestly I think it was my son's highlight because he is exactly the age where like the girls they haven't been in one yet but they know people from like prom you know they're kind of getting into that phase they that's something that is at least in their peripheral they've heard of people my son thought it was like, you know, he's like, there's glasses in the limo. Like he uh, couldn't get over, you know, the, you know, just the crazy like, uh, and... Home Alone 2 where like he's in the yeah. back drinking his Coke and like watching the TV, the little it's, TV in the limo. That's as your exactly, son. Yeah. exactly what it was. So we kind of, you know, ended our, our trip with that sort of bang, ended up back at Riviera. And um, what a way to end. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we can top. I don't think yeah. we can top that. That's an amazing end to your trip. (laughs) Yeah, but really it was just an amazing Disney trip that allowed us to kind of each honor where we are at different, you know, where they are at different ages, giving the girls a chance to be by themselves a little bit, getting to revisit being a little kid. It definitely reminded them of being younger in a way that was really, as a mom, really awesome to kind of watch. And then 
getting to see my son, you know, as he becomes his own person and he had his own plans and his own agendas. And like I said, he's listens to podcasts and he, you know, it was so cool for him to, he had those same feelings. I could see him going through what I went through where he's like, he'd seen and heard it now it's really there. And he was so, you know, big eyed and excited about that. And I think all the little Disney extra things, the little extra ear for each other things that I did book um, did kind of make, the slowness, like the, the downtime, it really kind of made that come alive a little bit. So for us, it was just an amazing trip. That, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much to Laura for sharing her trip with me. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can leave me a voicemail. There's a link in the show notes. I will be back soon with my Halloween party overview. I also have several more trip reports coming up, so stay tuned for those. But until next time, I will see you guys in the parks.